0: Hey, it's Shane Cloud from Reno's Rock Station, Rocking on 4.5. we got a big show. 311 is coming to town to play at the Grand Sierra Resort. It's going to be absolutely amazing. On the phone with me right now, I've got Peanut, the bass player. What's going on, brother? Not
1: too much. It's so nice of the band to let me out of my cage and let me talk on the radio every once in a while. (laughs) I really appreciate
0: it. You're one of the founding members of 311. You're still with the band. And i got to tell you, man, I haven't seen you guys in forever. In fact, last time I saw you was in Texas in 2011.
1: Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah, that's been a while. haven't been that, that long. But that's longer than some bands' careers, so yeah. <laughs> that's it's been a while.
0: true. So, what has 311 been up to recently? Then
1: we had last summer, which was super long of a tour. We tour every summer, whether we like it or not. The only summer we took off was in '99, and we still regret it. Seriously, we still talk about it to this day. <laughs> then after that, we went. Straight into the studio, into writing mode, getting ready for a 13th album, and we wrote uh, over the course of last summer and the fall and up until now. We've pretty much got an album ready to go, but we realized that we were kind of beating our heads against the wall and just kind of trying a little too hard. We've relaxed a little bit. We took the last couple of months off, and it's been really, really nice to be home and be present with the family before we take off on this super long tour, which is going to start in Reno, and Doug Benson's going to be there.
0: So the show here at the Grand Sierra Resort is the very first show of the tour. Where are you going from here?
1: We are going to the Shoreline Amphitheater, and that's where we meet up with Offspring, who will be sharing the stage with us all summer.
0: Now, speaking of Offspring, you guys are doing a cover of one of Offspring's is that correct
1: yes we recorded self-esteem a few months ago and they did down a couple of weeks before we did our cover and it's just been fun like workshopping the idea talking about how old punk rock bands used to cover each other's songs and then release like seven inch singles with you know one band on one side playing the other band on the other side song and then vice versa for the b-side It's so cool it's such a cool concept so we kind of ran with it and uh, it's going to radio tomorrow i can't wait for people to hear it
0: you guys are literally sharing the stage with offspring uh starting in shoreline and they're covering your song down which i remember from whenever i was in the military i love that song uh and then (laughs) you're covering an offspring song self-esteem and you're both gonna be sharing the stage now anybody that's gonna be at that show is there a possibility of having members from each of the bands involved in those songs while you're covering them
1: we've got to find a way it's such a good opportunity we haven't worked it out yet it's still like in the concept stage and it's kind of funny because the you know it's the shows are starting to come up but we're gonna find a way to make it work
0: you guys have released 12 studio albums two live albums four compilation albums four eps and four dvds and i didn't even know there were dvds out there you've also got (laughs) your most recent album was in 2017 with mosaic you've got another album that's coming out here pretty quick you said the first single is releasing tomorrow is that correct
1: Well, the single that's coming out tomorrow will be our version of Self-Esteem.
0: Now, when can we look for the new album?
1: Um, We don't know. We've kind of put in the brakes on things for a while, um, trying to figure that out. Uh, We've also got the band's 30th anniversary coming up, so that's something to weigh out as well. I think what what would be the smartest thing for us to do is to kind of keep our cards close to our chest, maybe release a single here and there over the next 12 months or so, and then set up 2020 as the right time to release our
0: 13th album. You guys have your own brand of beer, you have a cannabis vapor pin, you sponsor a NASCAR, and you have your own holiday, (laughs) 311 Day. That's insane, man. Like, How do you keep track of all that and still do this at the same time?
1: Makes sense. You know, you, you stretch it out over 28 years and, and you come up with ideas. Since music is free, essentially nowadays, you've got to be creative. Uh, also, at the same time, we love, me, me especially, love beer, and we've been cannabis advocates since we were, you know, just getting started. Also, in the social side of things, we've had a website since 1995. I, I think we've been kind of entrepreneurial in our musical careers. And that's what's kept us going, you know, to be creative is kind of job number one in 311. So to come up with ideas that make the show better or make people remember us after all this time or give them experience they've never had before, like go to Belize on the next cruise that we're doing next February. It's all just part of having fun with all these opportunities that we have.
0: Now I understand that Nick actually used to own an island. Are there any other crazy things that you guys uh, can share that most people wouldn't know about you?
1: Um, no, not not really. I mean, that was that was that was pretty over the top. And then he got <laughs> hit by he got hit by a couple of hurricanes. And then you, you hear him complaining about cleaning up his island, and it's like something's wrong. Something's wrong with this sentence.
0: It's the harsh realities and troubles of being a rock star. You have to clean up your own island.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> Just wiped, it, wiped, wiped it off of the face of the earth, pretty much.
0: The very first tour that you ever had, you guys financed that yourselves, right? You drove around in an old RV, and then the RV actually caught on fire. And the door to the RV was blocked with flames, so you had to jump through the flames. All your equipment and everything burned up, and uh, that still didn't keep you from performing and touring. You borrowed equipment. You went on to do that. What is the craziest story you've ever had to top that in 28 years of being on tour?
1: Um, we got into a fight with Scott Stapp one time. That was fun. <laughs> I think that's one of those, like, I don't know. It was, like, it was just like I said. Like, the opportunity was there. He was in a belligerent way, and it just... I don't know. It was it was crazy. It was very rock and roll.
0: Were his arms wide open?
1: They were for a second, and, <laughs> and, and then and then I grabbed him, and I had my knees on his shoulders, and and he was on the ground, and I was asking him why he was doing what he was doing. <laughs> he had no good answers for me. It was a rough night, but the Lakers won, and that's really all that
0: matters. For those who are listening who aren't familiar with 311, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, they're a blend of rock, reggae, hip-hop, and funk. Now, who would you say, I mean, that's a pretty eclectic blend of music there. Who would you say is your biggest inspiration whenever it comes to music?
1: I've been listening to a lot of Herbie Hancock lately, and as far as like what's influencing new stuff, jazz is so fertile and so rich with funk and space, it's, it's good to listen to as we're kind of stuck on our own kind of patterns as far as writing songs, it's good to hear something different I don't know, something we can all agree on was definitely Prince, when we first got together it was like Prince and Public Enemy and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Bad Brains uh, kind of all together and then like Parliament and Ice Cube and Jane's Addiction I mean, you kind of name it we were, we were excited about it and when we were first getting started, we, we brought all all kinds of influences together. And now that we don't live together, I'm sure we're doing the same thing. I say it to the guys every time. I'm like, you guys need to make me a playlist of what you're listening to so I'm, I can get inside your heads. and We can write you know, on the same page, but it never happens. Maybe I'll check their Spotify.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, two more questions. Really quick, are you guys still rocking the frosted hair?
1: No, no, I haven't seen that in a while, but that would be hilarious to bring back.
0: You should bring that back. And last but not least, your show's at the Grand Sierra Resort. You're kicking off your tour right here in Reno. A lot of these people either haven't seen 311 yet or haven't seen you in a long time. What can they expect from that night? The big tour kickoff? I mean, are we talking old, new? What are we doing here?
1: You're going to see that good, nervous energy of a first show. Like, we'll we'll have a lot to prove, and we won't be 100% capable of doing it. That's, that's, that's where it's
0: at. You know what? You're a true rock star. Thank you so much for taking some time to hang out with me. On the phone, Peanut bass guitarist for 311. Go out and check them out. Again, at the Grand Sierra Resort, it's going to be an amazing show. 311, right here in Reno, kicking off their big tour. I'm Shane Whitecloud. This is Peanut. Say hi, Peanut.
1: Hi, I'm me. <laughs> you guys are KDOT.
0: That's right. Rock 104.5, that's... KDOT, Reno's Rock Station. And uh, y'all keep listening. Take care.